Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Dismal. Dismal is a band hailing from Germany. Tobias, when away from Burial Vault, takes the time to do this amazing work. Gates to Apperception is an amazing album. Dismal-like death metal project is sure to grow and evolve. Hop aboard and ride with me, following a sure kick-ass ride through the ranks. And here is my interview with dismal I I wanted to ask you uh how did the recording go for the the gates to apperception um and its concept um did, was this recorded at home or in a studio um well gates to apperception was recorded in my home studio um to put it into context um I have to tell you that um I also play in a band um called Burial Vault and in 2020 um, we wanted to record um, a studio album with the band and um, so therefore we did a pre-production um, and I bought some studio gear um, and in July of uh, 2020 um, I recorded all the guitars for that uh, Burial Vault album um, at my home studio and then um, in November, we had um, our drum recordings uh, scheduled. And um, unfortunately, Corona hit and uh, we hadn't th had the chance to uh, record uh, the drum tracks. And I sat at home alone mm. and um, had a lot of free time. And uh, so I did what I uh, always do when I have free time. Um, I wrote some riffs and melodies and um, yeah, Due to the pre-production, I had the, my home studio already set up and I said, okay, I want to write songs and they, I won't uh, and I, I will not that they end up as files on my computer. I will uh, write a whole album um, and release it, be it independent um, via myself uh, or via a label. I didn't have any uh, idea about the concept back then. I just wanted to yeah. write music and that's what I did. So, yeah, that's basically the story behind the, the recording thing. I wanted to ask you as well about uh, the tracks Hidden Layers and Emergent Perceptions. Those are my two favorite songs. I wanted to know if you could give me some insight on those songs. Ah, okay, yeah, thank you. Uh, Hidden Layers is, um, uh, so the lyrics are about uh, consciousness. Um, actually, um, I found a very interesting guy named Joscha Bach, who is an AI researcher and uh, philosopher. And um, I saw some interviews with him and he's also uh, talking a lot about consciousness and, uh, you know, conscious machines and everything. And um, yeah, so from what I understand or what my perception is, is that, um, you know, the the human brain is very complex and it's, very you know it's structured the way that um, the consciousness and emotions that we feel are more or less a byproduct you know of, of our mm. intelligence and um, i think uh, yeah that inspired me to write the lyrics about um uh, for that song and uh, in layers um you know the term also refers to artificial neural networks um where uh, in an artificial neural network, uh, you have input layers, hidden layers, and an output layers. And 
you mm. only know what you put in and what you get out and what happens what's happening with the hidden layers is uh, like a mystery and uh, you know that's kind of uh, yeah that uh, the title refers to that um, musically that song was um, is very old so the basic idea the basic concept musically is very very old uh, it's like I don't know 10 or maybe 15 years old and I yeah rearranged it um, with my you know playing style you grow as a musician and songwriter and uh, yeah I took this old idea and uh, yeah did something new with it so and I'm also very happy about that song because it's more you know the it's the atmospheric part of the album so to say yes yeah yeah and uh, what was the other song emergent perceptions Ah, okay, yeah. So, Immersion Perceptrons, um, I think that was the were the first lyrics I wrote for the album. Um, I've never written lyrics um, alone. So, uh, like I said, uh, I also play in a band, and there um, I co-wrote some lyrics on the first albums with, uh, with our singer, but I never wrote songs alone. And, you know, uh, Emergent Perceptrons, like I said, was the first song I, I really wrote alone and it's more or less about, um, yeah, the invention, so to say, or of, of the perceptron. And a perceptron mm -hmm. is more or less like an artificial neuron. And, uh, yeah, I, I think... I think it's very interesting because um, there's a guy named Frank Rosenblatt uh, or Frank Rosenblatt um, who invented uh, the idea of the perceptron in the late 60s, I think. And back then they didn't have the, the computational power to, um, mm. to, to yeah, you know, to, to test it, to test multi-layered uh, perceptron networks. And uh, yeah, uh, nowadays we can do this. Um, and I think it's very visionary. And, um, you know, the basic idea is also something I want to cover with this is um, that the basic idea of why we are doing this research on uh, artificial intelligence is uh, because we want to understand how our brain works. And, you know, if you understand these perceptron, I mean, it's not it's not exactly like like a neuron, but you can model a brain and, and you know, you can generate a program that is capable of learning uh, tasks, so to say, and I think this is very, this is very, very interesting, um, you know, just to understand our the human brain. Sure. Hope uh, uh, that that answers your question. Absolutely. I wanted to also ask you, what track was the most challenging for you to uh, get down the way you wanted it? Oh, you mean playing wise? Yes. Oh, uh, playing-wise, I would say it was um, Content Contaminated. Mm. Um, that song has some really, you know, more technical riffs in there and a lot of, you know, down-picking at, at, yeah, attack and uh, also tapping parts in there. Um, yeah, I would say that song and also Hippotheism, the third song. That's mm. also very, you know, challenging to play, for me at least, no? And the artwork on the album is amazing. I wanted to ask if you could speak on it and the artist that was involved. Sure. Um, the artwork was done by Michal Ksailurank. Um, he's a Polish artist, and uh, he also did works for uh, artworks for Nile and for 
pestilence and got dethroned. And um, actually, I uh, saw the latest artworks he did for uh, pestilence, the last two records he did mm. for them. And uh, when I saw these records, I, I knew that uh, I want to have something similar, you know. Um, so I contacted him and uh, yeah, he's really a nice guy. Um, just vote with him today. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I told him about my vision. You know, I wanted to have, you know, a brain in the middle of the artwork mm -hmm. and this brain should be connected to the outside world, you know, and a uh, little bit of abstract what I, what I told him, but uh, he did a phenomenal job. Um, we also talked a bit about the style. Um, he, he wants, uh, he should draw it, but uh, yeah, I think uh, it's very, he did an excellent job. And uh, yeah, but also to mention Sasha Eric, um, he is the guy who did the, the Dismal logo and mm. he also did the layout for the, for the booklet and the album artwork. Um, so he also did a very, very great job on that. I also wanted to ask you, uh, as far as fans, is this, uh, is this, uh, can they look for something next or is this a one and done project for you? Um, actually, um, the second album is already recorded. Wow. Written, written and recorded. Um, yeah, like I said, the first album was written in 2020 and, um, yeah, since then, uh, two years have passed and uh, I had a lot of time, um. And yeah, the second album is already written and recorded. And uh, yeah, to uh, spoil a bit, um, there will be a real drama on the second album. And right now I'm um, trying to find uh, singers and I'm trying to, to figure out which singer can do which part on which songs and so on. So the lyrics mm -hmm. have already been written, but uh, you know, I'm in, in the search for singers, so to say. Yeah. And I uh, wanted yeah. to ask, as far as evolution, I wanted to ask if you could speak on your musical evolution and at what age did you begin? Um, you you mean uh, doing music or? Uh... Yes. As uh, when did you uh, first start? Uh, one learning an instrument and at what point did you know that this was your calling um well i think you know music always attracted me in some way and uh, but i know back then uh when i was younger um new metal was a very big hype um in the beginning of the 2000s um so that was when i was 13 or 14 years old um, I discovered Korn that was um, with their album um, Untouchables. Mm. And mm. back then, um, they re also released a DVD, uh, Life at Hammerstein. And um, when I saw the guitar players there, um, I, I don't know, something about that attracted me. I mean, <laughs> they were jumping around, and uh, but but it looked like it is very easy, you know, because they, they had the possibility to jump around, and it also sounded very big and fat, you know. The chord mm -hmm. has this really big uh, guitar sound, and I think sure. this is the reason why I choose to play guitar. And, uh, yeah, then, you know, I, I bought a guitar, and parallel to that, um, I also discovered 
thrash metal and then uh, the Florida death metal scene and then also the, the Norwegian black metal scene and then the Swedish yeah. death metal scene, also the melodic death metal scene in Sweden, uh, which has a very big impact on my songwriting until these days. And uh, yeah, so in 2004, I think, I started... Um, Yeah, I started uh, Burial Vault, the band, like I said, where I'm also mm -hmm. in. And uh, yeah, in 2005, I think we did our first recording with that band. And, you know, since then, I'm always writing songs and playing music. And, you know, it's, yeah, you grow uh, with, with, as time goes on, you, you always grow as a songwriter Absolutely. and as a, as a musician. You are never finished with that. And uh, yeah. Um, with Burial Vault, we've released three albums and three EPs. And yeah, now Dismal also comes into place for me. And besides that, I did some session jobs for, for some other bands uh, here and there. But yeah, I'm mostly, you know, I also had piano lessons when I was younger. I was, was already uh, taking guitar lessons in the beginning. And then after that, I took some piano lessons. But uh, Other than that, I have no, you know, musical or theoretical musical background. And uh, yeah, that's mainly, that's mainly it about the, the history, um, how mm. I came to music. I also want to ask you, along your musical journey, what has been the best advice that has been given to you along the way? Oh, um, actually, uh, I think... There has no advice given to me personally, um, but I'm watching a lot of interviews with uh, other artists, and I think one important advice that uh, is that you know do what you like. Um, sure. Because if you're doing it for the wrong uh, wrong reasons, then nothing uh, nobody will be happy in the end you know you have to be happy with what you are doing and if nobody likes it then it's should be okay i mean it's i'm i'm, I'm doing music because i have the, the the you know i haven't feel a need to do this and uh, i think i mean of course it's it's nice when when other people like what you are doing but uh, yeah like i said it's it's better if if you really like what you are doing because uh, then it's also authentic what you do. Absolutely. And, and people will notice too, if you're not authentic in what you're doing. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think uh, the best thing I liked most about the album as a whole is your lyric writing ability is absolutely amazing oh thank um, you very much yeah you paint such a wonderful uh scape and it's easy to become immersed mm. through those lyrics because uh it's uh, it's the songs are almost cinematic in feel yeah thank you yeah that's that's always you know i i always when i write music I always have like a vision, you know, I, I visualize the music in my head. And uh, mm -hmm. um, like I said, lyric wise, I don't think um, 
you know, some songs like Emergent Perceptrons are very technical. Mm. Mm -hmm. And some songs are a bit abstract, like Hidden Layers. We, we've talked about it. And some yes. songs are more like Immersion. The last song on the record, this is more, yeah, also more visual. Yeah, you, you can see the lyrics. At least for me, it is so, mm. that way. And uh, yeah, but thanks a lot for, for your words. I want to also ask you, uh, how is the music scene in your area? Uh, our local music scene, you mean? Yes. Um, so I'm from northern Germany. Um, and we have... Um, uh, so to be, to be uh, clear, I'm from East Frisia. That's uh, uh, close to the Netherlands. And uh, we have a very big uh, yeah, death metal scene here. Um, a city, a small city called Emden is here, uh, I don't know, one hour away from, from uh, my hometown here. And there are a lot of bands, a lot of grindcore bands and death metal bands. And that's also a reason why I got in touch with, uh, with uh, the scene, you know? Mm -hmm. being being a kid back then listening to new metal and then i went to this uh, local concert and i saw i, I still know uh, i saw a band called waste form uh, from the us uh, i don't know if you know them i think they're not uh, a big band but um no i have totally blew me away when i saw that band that's brutal death metal and uh, you know <laughs> as a kid listening to new metal and and then you go to a local concert and you see uh, this uh, such a brutal show, uh, yeah. That you know that totally sucked me in into the scene, and uh, yeah, I mean, in Germany we have also have uh, the the Ruhrpott as we call it. You know, the scene where where all those uh, Teutonic thrash metal bands are coming from, uh, mm. Creator and uh, Sodom and Destruction, and. Um, this is like three hours away from my hometown. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Germany has a good scene, I would say. Germany has a healthy metal scene. And uh, like I said, my local scene is, uh, yeah, we have a lot of death metal here and some black metal bands also. And you have the queen of uh, heavy metal, Dora Depeche, from there. Yeah, right. She's also from Germany. Yeah. Yes. And we have the Scorpions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, also a big name. We're very rich history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you listening to? Um, well, I'm uh, I started uh, getting in music uh, very early. Um, but uh, my first metal experience was Kiss. That yeah. was the first band that really uh, really grabbed me because you had the visual. And the songwriting was tailored to the characters, and I thought that was an amazing, yeah, amazing concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when I when I were when I've been born in the seventies, then then I would grasp onto Kiss too. I think, but uh, you know, I was born in eighty eight, so I'm a bit later. For me, new metal was this uh, the thing back then. And sure. Then I, I like I said, I, I got into the more extreme styles of music and uh, of metal and so i'm not so familiar with uh, the classic heavy metal scene you of, of course i mean i know uh, iron maiden and all that stuff but you know i grew up listening to the more extreme stuff sure and that's another thing i wanted to touch base with you uh, um you had we had spoken a little bit 
about your influences as far as the Florida bands, you know, I imagine like death was a influence to you. Definitely. Um, Yeah. Yeah. One of the best bands ever. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I still remember, you know, back then we had, um, there was uh, every Sunday evening, there was hell's kitchen, uh, uh, on TV, uh, yes, the the Viva, uh, what the channel called, uh, um, and there, Death the Philosopher was constantly on there, and I st- still remember recording uh, the Philosopher on a tape deck and uh, <laughs> listening to it back and forth. Um, was totally blown away back then by by Death. Yeah, the, the Florida scene back then was was very strong where in California, you know, is more uh, thrash oriented bands like Overkill, Metallica, Megadeth. Yeah. And that was going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so each coast had its own offerings at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also, also think it's very interesting that you have the, the Miami uh, um, death metal scene with uh, Deicide, Cannibal Corpse, um, yes, and uh, don't know malevolent creation, monstrosity, and everything. And then you have the New York scene with immolation and uh, suffocation, and so on. So it's also very interesting. I also wanted to ask you if you could um, tell me the best way to get physical copy of the album, and uh, best way to get merchandise in general. Oh, uh, to be honest, I don't have any merchandise. Um, I, I just have the album. Um, so as I'm doing it all alone um, and I don't play live, um, uh, right now it makes no sense for me to, to print shirts and, and other stuff. Uh, so, uh, But the album you can order via Bandcamp or via Amazon and, and uh, all the the normal dis- distribution ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can also write a direct message via Instagram or Facebook to me, and then uh, I can send you also a physical copy over if you want to. And lastly, I wanted to ask you, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Um, thanks a lot for your interest. Um, if you want to, you can listen to the album. Uh, it's on Spotify and all the, the other platforms. You can find it on YouTube and so on. And um, if you like it, fine. If you don't like it, it's also fine for me. So uh, I don't want to force people to like it. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think you're going to find that a lot of people are going to like this one because it's very immersive. And the best way to listen to an album like this is cover to cover. Yeah. Not uh, listening to individual tunes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you have to take it in from beginning to end, and you'll have an experience that you'll want to relive again. Thank you very much. That's a very big compliment for me because, you know, I also I always write the songs for the album. I'm not, you know, like I said, Hidden Layers is the more atmospheric song, and uh, Immersion is also a very atmospheric song, and they make a lot of... You, I put a lot of thought into, you know, uh, this which song is where on the album, and you know, mm. so uh, thanks a lot. That's a very big compliment for me. Well, I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me. 
It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you, my friend. Thank you very much, Robert. Thank you. And I truly wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, please feel free to update me at any time when any new news comes about. Yeah, absolutely. I will do. I will. And do. De and definitely when this new one comes about, I'd love to talk about that one as well. Yeah. Okay. Sure. This uh, we can do it. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, my friend, and you have a good rest of your day. Thank you very, very much, Robert. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.